Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. I am so excited. We have several paper crafters coming up. Yeah. I'm really excited to get back into paper crafting. And <laughs> Our roots. <laughs> I know. It's like touching paper and scrapbooking and creating and making things. It is the thing that gives me energy. And I'm... The thing that I miss very much. It's like I the teaching's been putting me in a space where I look at it and I long for it, but hearing other people talk about it and how free, like homegirl that we have on today has a bunch of projects going on all at once and just living vicariously through her a little bit was nice. (laughs) I know. She's like an amazing multitasker of scrapbooking. Yeah. But uh, just a little bit more than a month and you get to come see me and the awesome ladies at Awesome Ladies Live and scrapbook with us. I'm going to bring so many photos because I'm probably going to have like withdrawal and just need to get like, here we go. Here we go. My own little space carved out. It's going to be awesome. I've been planning the three workshops and I've just visualized exactly how I'm putting together the um, worksheets and exactly how they're going to get laid out in front of everybody. And I am just... I can't even tell you how excited I am. When you get, I, I don't know. Does anyone else get excited for exactly how people are just going to touch <laughs> and leaf through things as they like pull into chairs? I don't know. But this is like when I grew up, I couldn't decide like what I wanted to be when I grew up. And like, you know, Monday I wanted to be a teacher and Tuesday I wanted to be an artist and Wednesday I wanted to be a lawyer. So like with my job, I get to do all these things. And deciding on magical art supply teacher crafting, give everybody hugs, but only if you want them, art retreat makes me feel so good. I know. So. Project. Project those projects. I am inviting everybody who's listening to come and join us in East Lansing, Michigan. It is so easy to get here. It is so easy to get here. If you live anywhere in the Midwest, you can drive. If you live anywhere in America, you can fly to Detroit and then take the Michigan Flyer. It drives you directly to the hotel. Um, It has Wi-Fi and air conditioning. It's like the best bus ever. Um, And it's so easy. And if you have any questions about it at all, you know that you can email me or you can DM me on Instagram. Um, And if you have any questions about Awesome Ladies Live at all, and there are no stupid questions, I promise, Go to, oh, if you want to email me, you can email me at areyoukristen at areyoukristen.com. If you have any questions or you just want to buy your ticket now because it's amazing and it's totally amazing, uh, go to the awesomeladieslive.com slash live because Amanda's going to be there too and Amanda's awesome. Yeah, so much fun to give real life hugs and chat real life conversations that only a handful of people can hear. Oh yeah, we get to do our real life high fives instead of just our our screen (laughs) high fives. Yeah. Yeah, so come to Awesome Ladies Live where we can give you a real life high five. Totally. All right, now we're going to listen to our awesome interview with Sabrina Poole. And her birthday's today, too. Happy birthday, Sabrina. <laughs> Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale. And we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hey, Amanda. Hey, Kristen. 
Hey, Sabrina. Hi. Oh my goodness, I'm so excited to have you on today. Welcome. Our, our re-cracking open, our paper crafting first love that we haven't really, well, we did. We did have a summer crafting one, but I'm so happy you're on here to talk paper crafting, girlfriend. Welcome. I'm so happy to be here. Welcome. You, you're a perfect fit. So, okay, guys. So today on the podcast, we have Sabrina Pool, and that's pool with an E at the end. So it's not like pool E. Yes. Yes. It's, it's just, just pool. pool. Cool. So Sabrina Poole, who um, most of you might know from Instagram as Mrs. Scrap and Plan, which I've been following for a long time, and your feet is so fun, your crafts are so good, so that's how most people probably know you. And I love that, you know, mom and wife are what you always put at the top of, like, all your kind of profiles. And yeah, and memory keeper, planner babe, creative team member on a variety of different teams. Uh, I know you have a YouTube, you can create content, and... Overall crafty ass female. So <laughs> excited. Yes. yes, I love it. So all that sounded right, right? Did I leave out anything major and key? Nope. Nope. You got it all. Cool. So okay, so scrapping and planning. That's what yeah. you do. And you're yeah. on the show to talk to us about it. So yeah, so like when did you start kind of both hobbies? When did they merge? How did Mrs. Scrap and Plan what you are now kind of come to be? You could just start with the backstory and tell us where to find you and all that good stuff. Okay, so when I was a little girl, I had this like gold little tin and I would collect wrapping paper and all kinds of stuff in it. And so that's, I guess that's kind of where it started. And I used to go to a sticker store with my mom and I was always interested in saving little bits. And then when I was in college, I decided to start documenting my um, boyfriend, which is now my husband. And it kind of just snowballed from there and just took off from there. And once I had my son and he started running around, it's like, maybe I'll try digital. So I decided to try digital. And then in 2017, I decided to do something for me and document myself a little bit more. So I decided to try hybrid, which was uh, digital and scrapbooking kind of together. And the planning came in when the plan Happy Planner came out. I think that was what, 2016? Yeah. So... I started planning um, in 2016, and then 2017, I did scrapbooking and planning in um, a memory planner. And now I, I would say that my focus mainly is scrapbooking. Um, I do do some plan. I plan, but I just always forget to post it. I always yeah. forget to post. And I feel like with the plan planner community, it's like exploded, and it's kind of intimidating. And so... <laughs> I don't know. I just forget to post all the time. And so it just on my feed, it probably looks for, for like, it doesn't look as good as you think it should type of thing. Or you just forget. I forget. And then I'm like, should I throw this out to the wolves? I don't know. Mm. Should I throw it out there? And um, I don't know. Yeah. It's a little intimidating to, to put out planner stuff because that's not really necessarily my main focus anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm like, should I put this out here? Should I not? So, yeah. So interesting. <laughs> I Because, like, I everything you said, I was going, I was like, no, because when you did the tin, first of all, I love that it's a tin. That first, like, your first remembrance of, like, saving. Because that makes, you know, it's like Nana's tin. Like, or, like, it makes it look special. So it's just like a box or a plastic. I totally get that because then it feels, like, nostalgic. But how old were you doing that? Was it, like, kid or, like, high yeah, school? Yeah, it was kid. You were like a little kid, like just oh. in this little tin. Yeah. Do you still have it with stuff in it? 
I wish I did. No, I don't have it. But I remember it because it was had like something vintage on it. I would say like little characters on it or something. But I remember it like really clearly. Yeah. So you knew you liked paper and that's kind of where and saving and like yeah. this is special. This feels special. This is my little collection, my stash. That yeah. of course now is like a memory keeper extraordinaire. <laughs> that's like the first signs of it. Yeah. I love that. And then, so then the planning came in when you knew that you could scrapbook in it or just as it's another fun, creative outlet for me. It started more as a fun, creative outlet because when the planners came out and there was more stickers, I've always loved stickers. And I thought, well, maybe I could do that too. And when I first started planning, I would plan and then I would put pictures in at the end of the week. Like I'd pick my favorite pictures. And then I guess... I don't know what you want to call it, but I saw that people weren't doing that. So I'm like, well, maybe that's, maybe that's not cool. Maybe I shouldn't do that. So, <laughs> I'm like, maybe I shouldn't do that. So then that's when I decided to split them and have one planner for planning and then the other for memory keeping. So that's the natural course I took with planning too, where I'm like, I want to memory keep in it, but my plans are in it. So I'll just cover my plans with a pictures type thing, but it became messy. But I think that's a natural course. Yeah you know, to take yeah. because you're like, like people don't put, I, did you watch the founder with Michael Keaton? No. It was like, it was uh, the story of the founding of like McDonald's and it just shows you how like the idea of putting like a hamburger in a wrapped paper and not a plate or something was like, it blew people's minds. Like they didn't understand <laughs> like why you would do it. So I, that's how I felt like the slow evolution of like, oh, I could actually memory keep in a plant. Like you just don't think that right away. Yeah. So, right. So I, that was kind of my evolution too. And then it's interesting now that you feel like you dabbled into the memory planning, but it didn't necessarily stick. And, or, or do you still do that on the side? Or it's more like, no, I like, I went in it and now you're back out of it. Well, I did it for 2017 instead of doing Project Life. I did that for 2017. But then I got so behind on printing photos that I still have December to finish for 2017. But it was so hard for me to configure the photos and get to that step where I was putting photos into the planner that it was like, this is not really worth it. Like, it's just hard. Like, you had such small photos. I'm like, I don't know. It's just too time consuming, I guess, for me. So, I think that's a really great thing to figure out for yourself. Yeah. The photos, man. That's where everyone gets stuck. Yeah. And so what did you start doing in 2018? I went back to Project Life in uh, an album. I did eight and a half by 11. I decided, hey, let's try another size. And so I did eight and a half by 11. And that was hard, too, because nothing is configured that way. Um, but I'm almost finished with the album, so <laughs> that's a good thing. So, and so what? The 2018 one. Yeah, the 2018, but I only did up until May, and then I decided for summer I was going to do 9 by 12. So for summer I did 9 by 12. So, and winter and fall, I don't know yet. I haven't gotten there as far as printing photos and stuff. Mm. Um, what page protector size did you do? I was looking up. What page protector configuration did you use for the eight and a half by 11s? I went to Hobby Lobby and I just bought what they had. It's mainly like two and a half by three and a half all on one side. And then the other side is uh, two vertical and three horizontal. So I just, that was like my main type of spread. 
cool. So you just like got what they had and made it work. Yeah, just made it work. That's really cool. And then for summer, you switched it up. I like how you did it for like seasons. Like, yeah. Yeah. Because I'm very, uh, I like to work by seasons too. A lot of my Project Life books are, yeah. I did, I think we talked about this in the, the summer crafting. So I would do things like have a nine by 12 album for everything but the summer. And I love how you can kind of break up stories that way. Yeah. So what other ways have you been scrapbooking aside from Project Life? I scrapped in Traveler's Notebooks. I started one when I saw on paper issues um, that they were doing 52 favorites where you take like a favorite photo and you document it every week in a Traveler's Notebook. So I've been doing that. And I also use Traveler's Notebooks to document myself and also my books. I'm doing a Traveler's Notebook for um, books. And then I also do six by eight for myself too, so. Those are awesome. Can we talk about those Traveler's Notebooks about specific topics? Because someone over here loves her Traveler's Notebook size. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I love, I love the idea of having a small notebook something that's super manageable about a specific topic that like you can jump into and jump out of whenever you want to. Yeah. And so you have one about yourself. Yes. And so, okay, you know, that's my jam. Yes. I also have one for Thursday three too. I started that one this year too. Okay, so you're going to have to come on the Awesome Ladies Project and write a post about that because <laughs> everyone needs to know about that. Um, so talk about why this size is perfect for like a, an All About Me album type thing. Just because for me, I found it... Because when I first started Traveler's Notebooks, I was like, wow, I there's no page protectors there's no nothing like there's it's naked basically <laughs> there's no yeah. like I can't do anything but now as I've worked more and more with it it's more it feels almost more creative than pocket pages because you especially when I do it digital I do a lot of things digital with it it allows me to explore more like use my stamps in a different way my digital stamps in a different way try something a different way like recently I did a project where I took a large photo of my book club and I split it across two photos or two pages. And I do the same thing when I do my book trackers. It's just, it allows me to do things in a different way, basically. And when I'm doing specific topics, I just, I just love that. I love doing specific topics for Traveler's Notebooks. Makes sense. And, and so what would you say to people who are nervous that there aren't page protectors? I would say stick to the sizes that you use in page protectors, three by four, three by two, if you want, and four by six. And don't be afraid, like I said, to split it across two pages. Just And what about like people who are nervous because their stuff isn't gonna be protected anymore? I'd say, well, as long as it's acid free, then you shouldn't be worried. Just caution to the wind. So, I love it makes for better photos too. And of if, the if you're printing them out, you can print out extra copies. Yeah, and I mean, if your photos deteriorate in a couple years, you could always reprint them, stick them over. 
But I mean, most supplies nowadays are acid free and that's what they're for. So, I mean, you could also get a big plastic bag and stick it in a plastic bag if you're that worried about it. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like albums and projects have shelf lives, right? And not just in lasting, but how long you want to keep them out and grabbable, right? So yeah. I do feel like when the shelf life is done, like you keep, so you, you know, there is that question of like, well, what can I do to preserve this? I think that's really when it would come up. I don't think it's necessarily, I'm working on this, let me put it in my plastic. Yeah. It's when the shelf life is up. Yeah. But also at yeah. the same time, it's like in the moment, you're enjoying this and you're getting happiness from it. So that's also the big takeaway, not just having an album on your shelf. So. And I think that's a huge point. I think that's something that we don't talk about enough is that we have this hobby so that while we're taking up the time and energy of this hobby, we're getting joy mm -hmm. during that time. Exactly. And we don't do this hobby or like we shouldn't be doing this hobby so that we can have those notch marks of albums on our shelf. It's not, you know, I've scrapbooked five albums this year or I've scrapbooked 10 albums that sh this year and that's how good of a scrapbooker I am. Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, this is what I get to do during my fun time is I get to make these really cool things. Mm -hmm. And like you're saying, TNs let you do things differently and you're the one who gets to choose how to do that yeah. and it's so cool and I love that TNs let us print things in pages like print things in notebooks and we can also use binder rings to make our TN notebooks yes there's so many different ways to scrapbook than just, you know, what some dude off the street would think of if he thought of scrapbook. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think your style is so great at showing off the variety of what, you know, scrapbooking can be. Thank you. Like, especially as someone who is a mom and a wife, you are such a great definition of modern scrapbooker. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's one of the things that I wrote down is that just because a huge part of my life right now is kids doesn't mean that I stop having dreams or goals or hobbies. I'm still a woman with lots of layers and I still have dreams. So why can't I chase them? Right. And you do such an amazing job of documenting those along with documenting your kids who are like incredibly adorable, by the way. Stinkers, and you document Like. <laughs> You also do such a great job of documenting, like, the love you have for your husband. Like, you. your love story is not separate from your family story, but it has its own chapter and, like, its own journey. And you have your journey and you have your family journey and you do such a great job of documenting all of those threads. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, it really is your thing. Like, you are Mrs. Scrap and Plan. What a great... And it's funny that you say, Mrs., is he a scrapper and a planner? <laughs> or you're just a married scrapper and planner. Is it, what? Say that again? 
<laughs> no, because I was just reflecting. Oh, on like how that's I... their their household name is yeah. Scrap and Plan. Yeah, <laughs> and it's almost like you're married to the household name. Does he do it too? <laughs> no, no, but it's cute. It's just it's just you're a wed Scrap and Planner. I love yes. it. Yes. Yeah. When I was looking at your feed, I was like, oh my gosh, she does so many different projects, like in so many different formats. Like at one time, what would you say you have like going? Projects right now? Um, yeah. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven, eight, maybe eight. <laughs> and like no pressure to, to do each one each week. It's just what's in progress. And you kind of jump into what you feel inspired to jump into. Exactly, exactly. Whatever I feel inspired on doing or whatever I feel like catching up on or just, yeah, whatever I feel like doing. Yeah. And so how does that work with, like, how do you balance that type of creative life with your design teamwork? Because that, I know that can be super difficult when you have deadlines and specific styles for a variety of design teamwork. So how do you balance like your deadlines for that with the different variety of projects you have and the stuff that you want to get done for yourself? Yes. Well, I told myself a long time ago when I was mainly doing digital design teams that I was never going to do projects where I had to force myself to find a photo or force myself to do a project that wasn't really on my mind or on my list because I make a list for everything. So I wasn't gonna just fit it. I wasn't gonna stuff it and fit it in there because I wouldn't be creative and it wouldn't be a project that would interest me. So since I have so many projects and a wide variety, for the most part over the years, I've been able to find something that works for the design team, something, so that's kind of worked to my advantage to have so many projects. Something is always going to work. And you like refuse to force something to work. Yeah, I refuse. I refuse. I kind of refuse. Yeah. I, I, will I, find, I will find a way to use it. And because I mean, otherwise, it's not going to bring me joy to create with it. I'm gonna be like, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, what am I supposed to do this? Like recently, I had a um, guest design team assignment and I've sent uh, some product and it was like cherry blossom kit and I was like what am I going to do with this like wh what am I supposed to do with this and I actually kind of took a step back and thought about it and I was able to come up with some really cool layouts from it and I actually wound up enjoying it it was a challenge but I enjoyed it so so what'd you end up making <laughs> well, one one project was about rainy days because it had like a rainy um, like a raindrop stamp and some clouds. So I documented the winter and how the winter was really um, wet and rainy, and that's not something I'd normally do, but I thought it was cool to have in my traveler's notebook. And I also um, did something a little different, and I made like intro pages for April in my me album, and then I documented a bike ride. Uh, using the kit and the different papers in the kit. So it worked out. I made it work. Yeah, cool. So that. would you say that your listing and planning and all of those things help you really keep your deadlines in place so that you can have eight projects going on and make sure that you have a project that'll fit into this or a, a deadline that'll fit into this project and make sure that you can get that to this person by this date because you are on several teams. Yeah, not as many as I used to be, but um, yeah, 
So yeah, having the list definitely helps. And knowing like, okay, well this layout goes, like if I have this layout idea, then it can work for this. Like when I was making some Kelly Stamps projects, um, I had like a picture that I was gonna document my anxiety. And I knew that's what I was gonna document, but I didn't have a kit right then to do it. But when I saw Kelly's Stamps May releases, I was like, oh, that works perfect. Okay, I'll go back and scrap that now. So it worked out. Smart. Yeah. My and your brain comes. just works like that. It just works like that, yeah. yeah. Would you I, say that you come up with layout ideas, story first, photo first, supply first, or it huh. could be one of the three? I, I guess I would say story-based since I write out most of what I want to document. Mm. I guess I would say story first, I think. Yeah. That's a good question. I'm trying to reflect myself. Yeah. I mean, I, I write, I write out everything that I, I like, cause I, at the end, like for my albums, I go back at the end of the month and I make a folder for myself and I look at my folder and I have a lot of quotes too that I save. I, I want to do another project with that start a ninth project, tenth project. Yes. <laughs> but I just, I don't know what to do with my quotes yet. But, um, so I take that folder and I literally write down everything that I could possibly want to document for that month about myself. So. What is Brandy's book? That commonplace she does? book. Commonplace. That's what it sounds like a little bit. Yeah. A commonplace book. Yeah. I've had a friend suggest that. My only problem is, is I wonder, like, cause I take screenshots of the quotes and I just don't want to piss off any artists or anything like that because I didn't buy the actual image. I'm just scrapbooking the image. I don't know. I don't want to piss anyone off. <laughs> yeah, but that's what a cold, that's that's literally what a commonplace book would be. Like if you like made one in like old school, like England back when they, well, I think they made, might have even been before that. Because <laughs> I think they might be from like. In old school Egypt. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, you know, Library of Alexandria type thing. That would be like, you know, taking a picture of it and putting it in your book. So I do screenshots in mine all the time. Yeah. Um, and like, since you have like the at in the Instagram, you're mm -hmm. like giving them attribution anyway. Yeah, and that's what I try to do too. And so like, I mean, if you're not, se like you're not selling it, you're not making any money off of it. You're giving them attribution. Yeah. It. If any artist got upset that you were keeping their quotes so that you could refer back to them later on because you were inspired by them for your own personal diary, then that artist is a not very nice person. When you, when you put it like that, there's no reason I shouldn't do it. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I, I would like you to be inspired by these artists and keep their words close to your heart. It's so funny because we just had an interview recently about plagiarism and how people do the opposite of what you just said. And you're so hyper aware of making sure that you give credit where it's due. Like it was, it was a very different reaction. <laughs> We've heard other. Yeah. Know, well, it's like when I post, stuff. when I post quotes on my stories, it, it shares the person, but that person is not notified. You have to actually put the at and tag. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it doesn't actually notify them. You have to actually put the act, um, as far as I can tell. Yeah, because I've been, okay. I've seen people, um, their stories, and they've tagged me, or they've posted something in mine, but they didn't actually tag me. So it didn't even notify me. So Oh, it, I thought it did. Yeah, as far as I know, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Instagram stories, 
I am so far behind the curve on Instagram stories, <laughs> and it's because it just pisses me off to no end. My Are You Kristen account and my The Awesome Ladies account have two different versions of Instagram stories. Like, they just, like... Like, the features? Yes, correct. The features are different. Like, it's just, they rolled out the features, but it's been that way for, like, nine months now. Right. And so I've never bothered to learn how to use them correctly because I don't know which version to it's use. And so it's just right. Inc- right. And so yeah. I've literally thrown my hands up in the air and I'm like, I was going to figure out how to learn how to use it, but I don't know. But I'm taking a great Instagram class in two weeks, so I'm going to learn how to use Instagram stories and I will get better at it. Nice. I think your Instagram feed is fantastic. I think your colors are awesome. It makes me feel happy. Like, I feel joyful scrapbooking when I see your feed. And oh, it's just like, you. yes. This is like, I feel like old Instagram is back. But then it's when just. When you look at her feed? Yeah. Like, and then it's like, oh, man, why can't we have old Instagram back? <laughs> because yeah. I don't do, like, one color palette. I just do a rainbow. Yeah. And, like, it's just yeah. your stuff. And it's yeah. just like, this is, you know, and this is what scrapbooking felt like and this is you know and it's not like it's I feel the way like I'm being like a little bit nostalgic share. yeah right and it's like well it's you you do such a you use you have such a great use of product and it's so like I just love the way you, your design post your design team posts are because you use product so well and you never go overboard using product. Right. And the passion comes through, not necessarily, like, it comes through first. I feel right. Like. And, like, that's how I want to be sold product. I love this. I love this so much. I love it. Yeah. Right. Like, this is, I'm a real person using these products. Yeah. And <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, right, I'm going to keep scrapbooking whether or not these companies give me their product because I'm a real person who scrapbooks. Yeah. Well, thank and you. like that shines through and you do such a good job of saying like hey scrapbooking you know I love it but also you can do it too yeah, yeah. instead of like being an aspirational scrapbooker which I feel like we We do it for the. Well, not it's not that it's not any I know of that. Like we, it's not. I feel I like know I'm what you mean like, by as, I know what you mean by aspirational scrapbooker. Like seeing someone else do something that you kind of want the hype about, so you kind of aspire to get the hype, or have well, the hype have the hype delivered to your door. <laughs> I think I think Sabrina talked about it really well at the beginning of the show when she talked about what the planner community can be at times mm. where people can feel really afraid to post planner spreads because their planners might not look as good as other people's planners. Mm. And I think the scrapbooking community has gotten like really much better about it now than it was a while back where we're really welcoming and at least I know I am. Yeah, and by, like, 
I, this is me, and so I might be like, my, I might have rose-tinted glasses, but I think the scrapbooking community has gotten a lot better at welcoming everybody and saying, your scrapbook pages don't have to look like... I, I, I'm gonna say like, you know, sticker throw up. Yeah. As much as everybody loves stickers, we all love stickers. We scrapbook because we love stickers. Mm. But they don't have to have $30 worth of stickers on a scrapbook page in order for it to be a good scrapbook page. Yeah. And like, I appreciate the way you scrapbook and the way you show off stamps and the way you show off other products. And just the way you scrapbook in general. Well, thank you. Thank and you. so is there like a formula or a, not a, that's the wrong word, but like, is there like a common approach you use to creating and sharing? I feel like we did a lot of creating talk, but the sharing part, especially as part of a creative team slash a person that wants to get your stuff seen or just love of sharing. Hey, I love that I did this. Like, what do you think? Like, I don't know. Is, like, is there like a tone behind the sharing part? Because I feel like the sharing part is where social media comes in. And that's kind of got lost on me a little bit. Since I left the Happy Planner and haven't needed to share, I've kind of gotten lost in my approach to the sharing. I'll create or I'll have the love and desire and passion to create. But then the creating and sharing approach together is kind of lost on me again. You know? Yeah, I had I had another friend ask me that because she's a photographer and she was wondering how she, how I've grown my Instagram because she's been kind of stuck at a plateau. And I was trying to think about it. And like the only thing I could come up with is that within the last six months, maybe a little bit longer, I've come on Instagram stories a lot more. I've shared personal things a lot more even mental health stuff that makes me totally like cry or start shaking with nerves. But I've been a lot more honest and I, I, I think that's helped. I mean, people see me as relatable. And also if people send me messages, I answer them. If they need help, I'll answer them. Um, so I, I don't know if that's the right answer, but I feel like that's what's helped me is just mm. being- You felt a shift in, yeah. in the sharing. Just put, putting my face out there more, I guess, makes me more relatable. And people see how wacky I am, and I'm just like them. So, <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to think. I think okay. that's really good advice. I think, like, being a little bit more vulnerable and being a little bit more open and honest. And, like, I took my Instagram break in February and March and I just didn't open Instagram I didn't I deleted it off my phone and I pushed my Thursday three photos through a third-party app on my computer because they're important to me and I was still taking them because I still take my Thursday threes even though I don't wasn't using Instagram and then I came back and I was posting my 100 days project from two years ago because I didn't ever post all of them on Instagram. And it was just content that I hadn't shared. Um, and then just like interspersing pictures here and there. And then the two most recent pictures that I shared were of, well, the two most recent pictures that I shared that like got an insane amount of engagement compared to everything else were when I shared a picture of this 
crazy heart monitor that I'm hooked up to for the last month and of this injectable medication that I'm taking. And they're bad photos. Like, they're, they're not good photographs. Like, they're not well lit. The picture of the stuff on my, you know, the heart monitor thing is like of gross sticker dirtiness on my chest and <laughs> half real. Of my face. It's real. And it just, like, it's right. It's who I am. And, like, as much as I've, it's my word of the year, my one little word of the year, project. And it's so weird that, like, we talk constantly about, like, well, we need to have a grid that looks good and a colors that are all match and we just need to be humans mm -hmm. and i think that's kind of what we said about the podcast where like it kind of shocked us that we wanted to that the crafting brought us together but the glue that's keeping us together is like the real conversation and the fact that all this underneath the surface of this fun hobby that we love and, da -da -da and stickers is fun is like all this womanhood like i feel like yeah like i just feel like that's what this podcast is, is that we come together because we love to craft and we're artistic people that figure things out. But the underbelly is like, how are you doing this as a wife and mom? And da -da -da, you know, like the real stories and how are you doing it through comparison and, you know, and what's going on in the world. So, right. So it just, what you said kind of makes sense. It's like that becomes then you cracking open the real stuff. Yeah. That's on the page, but not on the page. Yeah. But on the page. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, like, how do you find the time being a wife and a mom? Because I'm not either of those, and I can't <laughs> find time to craft. <laughs> I ignore my children. No, I'm just <laughs> Power to your out. That's the secret. See? Fend for yourself. Something. Yeah. Fend for yourself. No, I just. There's a padlock on that door. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my my space is right here, and it's uh, it's wide open. So I mean, they they come and bug me all the time. Like it was funny, I was thinking about posting on Instagram stories, like typing out a little story that said, "Trying to do a voiceover, and my daughter just come and asked me to wipe her bottom. I stopped, <laughs> take a break." It's, so it's it's it really is just a juggling. But for me a couple years ago in 2017, so two and a half years ago, I kind of realized that I needed more time to myself, I think subconsciously, because I, I sent my daughter to kind of an all day preschool. And that's when I kind of discovered, I don't want to say discover myself, it sounds kind of corny and karma, say it. but, but it is, I mean, that is kind of when I started doing hybrid, I started <clears throat> documenting myself more and started my me albums and just really had more time to myself. And I kind of accepted that it's okay to want time for myself. Like I said earlier, just because I'm a mom and that's the huge part of me right now, doesn't mean I stop being a woman. It doesn't mean I stop wanting to create and it doesn't mean that I stop not like having dreams. Like I'm still a person and a mom isn't all of who I am. It's just a part. And, um, so it's okay if they go figure out something to do with themselves. And I also kid and tell my kids, like, when it's TV time's done, go find something to do. Like, go play with your toys. Mommy likes to play with her toys. Go <laughs> play with your toys. Yeah. Um, but I'm okay with them playing by themselves and figuring it out. I'm okay for taking time to myself. 
And I've gotten to the point where now I ask my mother-in-law to take my kids and give me time to myself. It's okay. It's okay to self-care and take care of myself. So it's a priority for me. It's a priority and it makes me a better mom in the end. Yeah. And they're building a great relationship with your mother-in-law and they're learning how to play with themselves. Like those are great things to learn. Yeah. Not enough kids uh, get downtime at home to just figure it out and play. And so I'm all for that. And as somebody who loves downtime at home, like it's really awesome for kids to be able to learn that that's an okay thing. Yeah. Yeah. I read somewhere that kids don't listen to what you say. They listen to what you do or like they do what you do. So if you're being self-sufficient, you're just byproduct is you'll have self-sufficient kids. Like I feel like modeling is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And if I come in with a positive mindset, then it's a much better day with my kids because they totally feed off of what I feel. And so our good days are when I'm thinking positive. So totally. Yeah. So for season four growth, we've been asking everybody, how have they grown either personally or professionally since embarking on their creative path? And you can give us an answer either from creating as a kid, creating as uh, a high schooler or in college, or when you started your professional career. So how have you grown personally and professionally? And in what ways do you still want to grow? Well, I think I'm a much happier person than I was in high school and college, that's for sure. Um, still a still a work in progress. Um, but grow is actually my one little word for this year. And yeah, and stepping outside my box and doing things I wouldn't normally do, like YouTube. I, I was so intimidated to do YouTube and figure that all out, but I'm doing it. And I'm I, even though it's very hard to keep going most of the time, because as someone with anxiety, I'm always like, do people like this? I'm not getting enough feedback on this. And did this video sound okay? And it's just like, keep going. Because I've read a lot from Rachel Hollis, weirder. Yeah. And she's the one that always says, even if you're going to fail, just keep going. So I'm going, I'm going with this. And I don't know where I'm going, but I'm going and I'm doing. And as far as my personal growth too, it ties back into Instagram. I'm, I'm being really honest and real and vulnerable with people. And I never thought I would as an introvert. Um, it, it, it was terrifying at the, at the beginning, but I am honest and I'm connecting with so many people on a really personal level. And I'm happy about that. Like I am finding such joy in bringing people joy and as a, a quote is, I, I feel kind of corny saying this, like I'm bragging about myself, but shining my light and sharing it with people um, has really brought me a lot of happiness as far as growing, I guess you could say. And creatively, it's helped me a lot too. Well, we all have light. like, yeah. And the more that we shine our light onto other people, the brighter our light grows. Yeah. And so... I don't think it's bragging about yourself. And even if it is bragging about yourself, we're all allowed to brag about yourself, ourselves. Isn't that funny how we, how we police it? Yeah, yeah. 
just can't help police it. Yeah. We're so trained to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I, like, that's an awesome. I really love that that's your word. I love Me too. That. Yeah. That's my that's, word. It all ties in. And it's amazing how that, that, <laughs> that you know, that growth begets growth. Because for me, like, when I see, like, big-time people on Instagram, like, huge influencers or authors or bloggers or whatever, and for me, I don't know why, but it really bothers me when I only see one part of them. Like, I know that they're a mom, and I know that they're a wife, but I never see that. It's like, I want to see you juggling it. I want to see you in the trenches. I want I want to see it all. Like, I don't want to see your stories and just see, like, you looking glamorous every day and I don't know that just bugs me <laughs> right it's not we know it's not that easy yeah and like we just it's not yeah. is it because you're inspired by them in one way and you want to be inspired by the whole person is that yeah, kind of it the whole person is like you're inspiring me but like I'm missing pieces of you it's like right it's like right. are, I've been feeling that lately too with the influence. Curse. Yeah. It's like, are you yeah. are you really inspiring or like? I mean, and sometimes I'm like, especially moms. Like when I know moms are bloggers or influencers, I'm like, who has your kids? Like who's watching your kids? <laughs> tell me, tell me. Yeah. Are you ready for currently? I'm yeah. dying to know what you're currently doing. Okay, so right, this is based off of Kristen's currently card. You can find it at areyoukristen.com/currently, and we just kind of orally do it on the podcast. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. What are you currently watching? Usually Netflix, and I just finished Roswell, New Mexico. Um, I loved that show. Uh, ended on a total cliffhanger, and I'm also watching with my husband The Society. It's about like how is that? I like it. I find it interesting. I want to know what's going to happen. Yeah. It, it's getting, like, marketed to me, like, really hard because I've been finishing, like, lots of Netflix. Netflix shows. Netflix is the one marketing it to you? Yes. Oh. Yeah. And, like, it's always, like, watch this next. Yeah. <laughs> I'll finish a show and it's, like, watch this. And that's one of the ones that it's, like, watch. Yeah. We're enjoying it. And also the imposters, too. We're watching that one, too. That's good, too. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. What are you currently reading? Well, I just finished a book that took me forever, and I've decided that psychological thrillers are not for me. And I'm going to take a break. It was um, My Lovely Wife. Uh, yeah, My Lovely Wife. And so now I'm going to read some kids' books. I started on Wild Robot. So I'm going to nice. read kids' book. <laughs> kids' books are one of my favorite things about teaching. When yeah. they're, like, not in the room, I'm like, let me check this one out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Good. Cool. What are you currently listening to? Well, when I'm scrapbooking, I've been listening to the audiobook Poet X. I don't know if you've heard of it, but mm. the, the author reads it, and it's about a 15-year-old girl in Harlem who's kind of discovering herself, and she has, like, a religious mom, so it's hard for her. She gets these feelings about boys, and she has her period, and her mom is, like, really, like, upset with her for using tampons, and it's very interesting, and I, I love her voice. The author's voice is so cool. And then I also listen to Spotify. Every month I make a playlist of what I'm listening to for that particular month. And so I listen to my monthly Spotify list. And when the end of the month comes, you're like, I can't listen to this anymore. No, no, no. Actually, it's I just like it flows into the next thing. Well, then I'll make the next month. I'll make a playlist for June. And then like when I want to listen to a playlist, I can pick any month I want. I have like a 
year and a half's worth of playlists now. So. We need fine. to be Spotify friends. Yeah. I know. She does okay. that. Yeah, I do this all the time. <laughs> do you? I, yeah, I make them by season. Oh, okay. That's um, cool. And then, like, so that way I literally, I can go back. I've been doing this since um, my first one was, I think, spring 2012. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, it's, like, it's a very serious thing that I do. <laughs> That's awesome. She does have a system. Um, yeah, no. And then every Friday, because the Spotify algorithm is, like, amazing. Like, if you make your playlist and if you do it for long enough, it will recommend, like, the best music for you. I have found bands that, like, literally only a hundred people listen to, but the music is, like, so perfect for me. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I found one last week that was literally, uh, it's a, a an African-American man and wife, and he was stationed in Afghanistan, and he learned to play the piano from literally a piano in one of Saddam Hussein's palaces. Oh my gosh. Um, and she has been a singer since she was six years old, and they met at like a festival, and like, like literally just one of their songs was like you should listen to this and what's the song um i don't remember what the song uh i can't remember the name of the song is the band is called the war and treaty no way I, and i went to their about page and i literally i started reading i was just gonna read like the top part to jeff out loud uh and i literally just read like two thousand words to him just i literally just read this entire like backstory of this husband and wife just oh my god and it's just the two of them and their voices together are like oh my god Kristen that is my new favorite song what yes that is one of my new favorite songs <laughs> oh yes. what is it how so do you like you also found called? this band what is it called so I can link to it uh love like there's no tomorrow that's the this one I, not the, that's not the same song that they sent me it's a different song but I listened to the whole album yeah, it was on a TV show. I want to say, I don't remember what TV show it was. Oh my gosh, it was Are you on. Serious? Some, yeah, it was on a TV show, and I used Shazam to find it, and I was like, oh my god, they're amazing. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe, this is crazy. Because yeah, I know what you're talking about. Because on Mondays they have like the Discover Music, and then Fridays is your new releases based on what you listen to. Those are like my favorite two days. I'm like, I wake up every Friday. Friday morning and I put on my playlist and yes. like new so new songs. They go into my my uh, seasonal playlists. Yeah, me too. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, no, we need to be Spotify friends. <laughs> yes, we do. Okay, listening to is my favorite currently, by the way, because I it's my favorite. Well, now I'm gonna need to like make a huge. <laughs> Crafty ass female, what has everyone ever listened yeah. to playlist? <laughs> I love it. On Discord too. Yes, on Discord people, too. Pe people can just put in. What are you currently making? Um, my January All About Me spread with Allie Edwards, Project Life 2018, and my Ellie's Studio June projects. So nice. All that we could find on Instagram, right? Yes. Fun. What are you currently feeling? Today, it's happy. I went on a bike ride with my husband, and we did six miles, and yeah. And I'm chatting with you, girls, gals. What do you like to be called? My mother-in-law hates to be Taylor. called. 
anything. I'm like, good with anything. Yeah, yeah, they all work. They all apply. Yeah, my mother-in-law's like, don't call me a lady. Don't you dare. <laughs> like, okay. Why would you? Like, hey, lady. I think my son called her that one time or something like that, <laughs> and she just flew off on a tangent. <laughs> she was traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so no ladies then. No ladies. How are you current? What are you currently planning? I am tackling Week in the Life 2019. I use a giant um, canvas and Photoshop elements to plan out. So I'm tackling that because I feel like I take way more photos than anyone else. So I'm tackling that and then also planning out like summer stuff for the kids to do. Yeah. The Very Week fun. in the Life that passed in May, you're going to document? That's one yeah, you're planning or you're planning a new one? 2019, the one that just Which, passed. The one that just passed. Cool. Yeah. That's an interesting approach. Yeah. So you documented it, but then wait to, you photographed it, but then wait to document it. Yeah. I don't document it. Like, like, you know, Allie Edwards, she's already done with hers. Right. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. For my, for me, it's a lot harder. I have to like sit and think about it and take a break, but it also didn't help that I finished week in the life 2018, like at 11 PM the day before we started 2019. <laughs> So I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is really exhausting. This is exhausting. So I'm like, I needed to take a step back. But it does make sense a little because you're trying to hype yourself up for like the new one. So it's like, you know, yeah. but I then you're to... over it by the time that you're ready to start. Yeah, I was over it. I was like, oh my God, we have to do this again. <laughs> but I <laughs> right. mean, it's worth it in the end, but it's, yeah. it's, it's a big project. No, it's a very big project. Again. Yeah, I've yeah. did a few. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And lastly, what are you currently loving? Right now? Well, I loved going on a bike ride with my husband. Like I said, we went six miles. And let's see, what else am I loving? Um, my new clothes from Old Navy. <laughs> new clothes. And, yes, new clothes. And let's see, that school's ending soon. I'm, I'm glad that school's ending soon. What date is it ending for them? June 13th. Nice. You got two weeks on me. Yeah. I'm not necessarily <laughs> excited for them to be home because they drive me nuts. <laughs> and it's really a test of my mental strength, but I'm ready for every all the go, go, go to be done. So, because I like and just them. Just give them to mother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> Please take them. Wow. Summer this is, is awesome. Summer is so much fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, it can be. I did really good last summer. I, I really had a really good mindset last summer of I'm going to get them out of the house and I'm going to do stuff with them. Because that's the other hard part for me in summer is that nobody's around. None of our friends are around. And if they are around, they do swim team. Swim team's really big around here. So it's like me and the kids, just us against the world, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so it's like I had to get them out and we have to do something every day just to get out of the house. And yeah. Yeah. And then there are a lot of days of summer. Yeah, there's a lot of days. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like there aren't enough. <laughs> yeah, you're a teacher, yeah. so. Yeah. Wow, and this was... Oh, soon sorry. it will be September. What? Soon it'll Zip be it. September. Zip it, Kristen. Zip it. I know. I don't want it to be September. <laughs> I know. This has been awesome. You've been so amazing. Fun. And I'm excited to talk to you about a couple of things. I know I want to talk about anxiety because the things you were saying about anxiety spoke to me like insanely. I had yeah, a couple of really big conversations this past week 
about how my anxiety monsters eat at my confidence to do so many things. And the words you were speaking spoke straight at me. So, I would More like about to talk that. about that. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and you guys can catch us at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale. Come support the show. It helps us pay the bills. It helps us have amazing guests like Sabrina on the show and do cool things on After Chatter. You can see her amazing craft room. It looks adorable. I am in love with her bottle brush trees. I was thinking that the whole time. Um, <laughs> I know. I need, I need to do those. I say that every and single And the year. I love to read that's kind of tilted. I love yeah. that too. That I love makes that. makes me yeah. really happy. Her whole craft room makes me happy. I love that yeah. we get to see everybody's uh, studios and um, creative space settings. Right. Yes. Yeah. Just like where everybody's little world is. It makes me so happy that we just get to like beam in and be with people. It makes me uh, feel warm and joyful inside. And so we are going to go head over to After Chatter and have an awesome chat. You can find us at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale. And we love you. And we hope that you have an amazing week. And we will be back next week. And I think that's it. Is that it, Amanda? Yeah. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. All right, guys. Oh, do you have more to say? No. I'm just excited to talk to you in After Chatter. That's all I wanted to say. I'm very excited for After Chatter, too. So everyone should head over to After Chatter at patreon.com slash craftiestfemale and support the show because we're awesome and we put on awesome content. And we love you and have an amazing rest of your week. And we'll catch you guys next Monday. Bye, guys. Bye.